0: that God have designed my life to be, I will advance in it. No devil, no power will stop me. It is my year of advancement. I take full delivery. Mm -hmm. You hear my Mm -hmm. word? Yeah. Full delivery. Full delivery. (laughs) That's it. Mm -hmm. Full delivery. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm.
1: Prepare provisions (laughs) for yourself. Yeah. But within three days, you you will cross over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. So prepare provisions for yourself. That's what we've been doing all this year, 2021, moving from the idleness of the marketplace Marketplace. into the vineyard. vineyard preparing a place for yourself preparing a place for your advancement you are moving in are you ready (laughs) for everything that you have been asking God for are you ready
0: and I'm going to invite all the people that listen to us on the 31st night we are crossing over from 21 to 22 at 12 (laughs) o'clock we will make a switch Mm -hmm. We cross over into advancement. Mm-hmm. Your life will never be the same. Mm-hmm. I'll be teaching that night. giving all the steps. You know, Joshua, God is mm-hmm. a God of order. He mm-hmm. said three days, right? Do some preparation here. Because you're going to cross over where? Mm-hmm. Into the promise. What God says. Because what God says mm-hmm. is what he means.
1: And right. the, 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 the destination in the three days was mm. only the first part, part yeah. of the promised land. Yeah. It was, Jericho wasn't the whole promised land. It was, it was the first
0: piece <laughs> of it
1: of the promised land. Yes. So we got to get that God is moving us into the first piece, piece. But after the first piece is the next, next piece, piece and the and next, next piece. piece and the next piece.
0: That's why I said that we take what? Full what? Delivery.
1: delivery. <laughs> that part of delivery,
0: full delivery <laughs> of what god has for me <laughs> for me he said go into the vineyard who he tell me this <laughs> year he said goes into the vineyard <laughs> and you will get what is right for, for you. you that's all i need <laughs> hmm. go in there i'm going in <laughs> i'm taking full delivery of what is right for, for me. me by his word <laughs> lord I will take full delivery of your promises by your word for me. And then he shows me, Diane, and First Samuel chapter 3. <laughs> when he comes back uh, in Shiloh, I think it's First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 20. I think it's 21. Let's find it. He says, And the Lord returned again. To Shiloh, and he spoke to them by his word. Okay, he you know, come back. And say, so, boy, he come to me, and he tells me this year by his word, I'm taking what full delivery. First uh,
1: Samuel chapter three verse twenty-one. One, yes. Then the Lord appeared again in mm, Shiloh, Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself Shiloh. to Samuel in Shiloh yeah. by the word, word of the Lord. Lord.
0: So that's why we say we go. We don't go by nothing anyone says. We go by what the word,
1: word says. He appeared. He revealed himself, himself to he, Samuel in Shiloh by, by, the the by the word of the Lord. Lord. The word. By the word. word. By the word.
0: Reveal himself. Mm-hmm. We're taking full delivery mm-hmm. by the word. Mm-hmm. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but in it you shall meditate day Mm -hmm. and night. And then Mm -hmm. you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you to be strong Mm -hmm. and to be very courageous? Have I not told you that I will be with you? That you will go Mm -hmm. uh, into your possession Man, that is powerful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. That's 1010 Dixon Boulevard, Celebration Tabernacle Church. Our services are every Sunday at 10 a.m. You could also visit us on Facebook, the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., for Family Enrichment Night, where we stream live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Make Your Day Count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.
0: Brevard County's Praise and Worship Station. Your radios are tuned in to WMIE 91.5 FM.
1: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy a special message recorded live at East Coast Christian Center.
2: So I get the honor of sharing the word this weekend. I just want to say, wow, what a what an honor. It's the greatest time of the year. It's the uh, most wonderful time of the year, right? That's what we say. Are anybody busy this time of the year? Come on. It's like we're running every direction, but it is the most wonderful time And I just wanna say I am super excited about Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve Eve and all that God's gonna do this coming week. We got a lot going on this week. Man, lives forever gonna be changed, but you know what? God wants to do something even now too. Even now, this weekend. I don't wanna just look over there because I think that God has fresh bread for today, come on. It's good stuff for today, but invite somebody to church Christmas Eve. Invite them. Take those bundles of invites, go invite somebody. Not like talk about it, but like you got three of those things. Go give those things away. Let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. I bet God does something radical. This is part three of the greatest story ever told, and the title of this is You Are Invited. You're invited. You know, Pastor Chris started the series a couple weekends ago, and uh, he was talking um, through the idea of uh, that one, you know, that one train movie. Y'all, y'all remember that? You know, it was like two weeks ago. feels like like a month ago or something, right? Like, <laughs> Polar Express, y'all remember that? And Pastor Chris did an incredible job. Last weekend, Pastor Greg did an incredible job. This weekend, I get to talk through this idea of a Charlie Brown Christmas. Anybody seen the movie? Come on, it's a classic. If you haven't seen it, spend 30 minutes. Let's go, F- find some 30 minutes of your, of your life. It's actually kind of hard to get a hold of sometimes, but you can get it out there. It is available, go check that out. I wanna read you just a couple lines from it. Charlie Brown says, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? And Linus says, sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And then there's that classic moment of like reading the Christmas story, right? You know, it brought to mind a lot of traditions in my family and in my life and kind of took me back to these ideas of the ideal family setting or maybe what I thought was the ideal setting because that's what I grew up with. You know, we always think that through our own eyes and through our own lens that that's the ideal because that's what we're living through but I recognize that once I got married, that that's not how everyone did Christmas. How many of y'all do Christmas Eve? You like open something on Christmas Eve or all things on Christmas Eve? How about Christmas morning? Any Christmas morning folks? Yep. You know what, across this room and probably on every one of our locations, there's a, there's a toss up in that. My story, I wanna tell you a little bit about my story, but I grew up in a home where we went to church on Christmas Eve late. It was like a nine o'clock, like a nine PM or something. And so we opened one gift on Christmas Eve before church. And conveniently, it was always like a nice shirt or a nice dress for my sister. Like y'all laugh because you you had something like this, some tradition like this as well. It was just one present though. You couldn't open them all before. It was like one, me and my brother would always be begging, what about that one? Can we get a second one? Like my kids still do this as well. Like on Christmas Eve in my home right now, we, we do one on Christmas Eve and they're always begging for another one. I was begging for another one, but what happened is we'd go to church, we'd come home from church and... We did the traditional church setting on uh, Christmas Eve like that. We'd come home, and we we opened all of our presents on Christmas Eve. So like by by whatever time on Christmas Eve we we're done with the chaos, Christmas was basically over. Except we'd watch football and have a big meal or something the next day. But we, for some reason, could never get right into it. Like we'd come home and we we're all excited, kid. We just stoked. Let's go. Let's open a gift. Mom and dad were always busy. Something extra had to get done. We be patient. Come on, just be patient. I hate patient, you know what I mean? Like, I've learned I like patient today. I like, I, I actually like slow, you know, slowing down a little bit, but when I was a kid, I mean, what kid is good at patience? You know what I mean? Like, I just, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't working for us. But my story in my family was, maybe like some of your stories, we, we walked through addiction, uh, some of some of my family my, my parents uh, dealt with some addiction things we we dealt with the potential of divorce by the grace of God my parents have remained married since 1970 come on 51 years Woo! Only by the grace of God, but we walked through some seasons that were a little bit crazy, a little bit different. We walked through the whole latchkey kid. Mom went back to work at some point, and my brother and I and sister, we had to just come home to an empty house. We left from an empty house in the morning. Some of y'all maybe did things like that. We didn't have, like, the perfect setup. I realize now that it just wasn't perfect. My wife's family, their story for Christmas was they would open nothing on Christmas Eve. It was Christmas morning, and it was like people's kind of sneaking out, like on Christmas morning, is it time yet? Is it time yet? And it was like not till 7 a.m. There was like a hard deadline, you know, like a hard time. Some of y'all do this. Some of y'all parents are like, no, not before like 7.30 or 9 or I don't even know what time. But there was a hard like start at uh, 7 a.m., I believe it was, nothing Christmas Eve. But Christmas night – they would go all out all the cousins all the people would come in from all over the place to this one aunt and uncle's house and they still do this actually to this day one time my family did christmas morning in florida and then we flew to minneapolis and did christmas night in minneapolis at that one setup and so people are coming back it's like the it's like the family reunion on christmas night you know like and it's a big deal even down to what pie aunt so and so would make sure was there like this one kind of like french silk pie was always there on christmas night it's still there every christmas night they had tradition, and maybe you have tradition. I didn't read Christmas Story. Christmas Story was not read. We did that at church. We didn't do that at the house. There just wasn't part of it. My, my in-laws, it was. that's what they did. I don't know what your story is, but I would just encourage you to, to make some tradition. Traditions are good. It is, it is good. It's like stability for the home. Even if everything else is chaos, but you can get some traditions in there, I think it's a good thing. And so we've tried to build our own traditions uh, over the years, and so my story now is that we open one on Christmas Eve before we go to bed it might be pajamas like every year. It's a secret. It might be. I'm saying might be. Maybe we'll change that tradition at some point. The kids are getting older and PJs just aren't so cool anymore as they were when they were little. But I don't know. We'll see. And then we open the rest on Christmas morning. Christmas morning, it all happens, right? It all happens. And so that's our, that's our story. I want to read you the Christmas story. Can we read? We can look in Luke. This is the greatest story ever told. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 14 from the New American Standard. Hang in here with me. It's tradition. For some of you, you're going to read this a few times this week or hear most of it a few times or one time, we'll see. It says, Now in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria and everyone who was on his way to register for the census, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. Somebody say, with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly afraid. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news. Somebody say good news. Good news. Of great joy, which, we, which will be for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you, and you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there, there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on, on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. Somebody say pleased. He is pleased. Let's pray one more time. Father, we thank you for your presence here and your power. Father, as the word is preached, God, I pray that your presence would powerfully move us towards you. God, we want to draw near to you, that your word would change us. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I thought about the setting. I thought about not just a manger or a barn or a trough or the other terms that we would say about a manger, I, I thought about Bethlehem and why in the world is Bethlehem so important? Why there? Well, we know, the scripture says that's where Joseph was from, right? But you know, it's more than that. It wasn't just where Joseph was from. It was actually prophesied in Micah, an Old Testament prophet prophesied that it would be the place so that centuries later, it was the right place. Micah 5.2 from the New Living says this, but you, O Bethlehem, And then such and such. If you ever read your Bible like that, you ever go,